0: This episode is brought to you by our inductive Bible study courses for K through 12. I've seen a lot of moms asking online for Bible studies or curriculum that can be used for their kids, and they're all saying something like this. They're saying, look... I don't have a huge Bible understanding. I'm actually new at this, and I don't want to get overwhelmed trying to explain the Bible. I want something gentle where I can learn alongside my kids. Other moms are saying, is there anything out there that uses the actual Bible to teach the Bible? I mean, it's a, it's a unique concept, right? Well, that's exactly why we created inductive Bible study courses for homeschool families, because I know you don't want something clunky that you need to... To figure out before you teach your kids. And some of you are like me and you never learned how to study the Bible when you were growing up and you want to learn alongside your kids. No matter your reasons, we have something for all ages. Definitely try out our free samples at 41more.com forward slash samples and you can download all of our studies. We also have optional video lessons for some of them for your older kids to learn how to use the inductive method, which basically teaches them how to go verse by verse through an entire book of the Bible. It's the absolute best way to study the Bible, and even your younger kids can learn how to do this. So learn more, grab free samples at 41more.com forward slash samples, and you can find all our studies in our shop at 41more.com forward slash shop. Well, welcome to episode 224. Of course, the show notes are at 41more.com forward slash 224. Today, we're talking about the four things that every homeschool mom needs to know about her homeschool space. So you might be getting ready for the school year right about now. Maybe you're just newly into it for a few weeks. Whatever the case, listen up. Here are the four things that I think you need to know. Number one, and I think this is going to put a lot of you at ease. You don't need a homeschool room. There are so many people online that, you know, you share pictures of your homeschool room and it looks like it came from a magazine. And then you, if you see someone post this, you feel really bad because you have hand-me-down furniture. Your house doesn't look like a magazine or you just homeschool at the kitchen table. Oh, like, do you need this humongous, totally decorated homeschool room to be able to homeschool your kids you absolutely do not and I know that there's a lot of FOMO where we fear like we're missing out but we're not if your house doesn't have enough space or if you don't want to do the whole homeschool room thing you don't have to in all our years of homeschooling we have done it all We have tried a homeschool room in the basement one time, but that's just really dreary. If you don't have windows, you feel like you're away from the heart of the home. We did turn a bedroom into a homeschool room in one house. Eh, didn't work that great. And then we've just landed on the kitchen table method. Honestly, that works the best for us. But whatever works for your family, do it. And in different seasons of homeschool life, what you choose to do might be different. Um, I know when the kids are younger and you have lots of manipulatives, lots of school stuff, a separate room feels helpful because you can close the door on that. But at least if you homeschool at the kitchen table, find some really great storage solutions so you don't have to see all that clutter all the time. And, you know, there are certain ways you can do it really well. So, for example... You can do morning time on the couch with multiple kids together, and it's really informal, really relaxed, and you can get through a lot of subjects that way. Then you can do table time, which is math, language arts, all the individual subjects. Just do it at the kitchen table, and then you're done. It doesn't have to be complicated, and you don't have to spend a ton of money um, decorating and buying furniture for a dedicated homeschool room. I am in the last several years when I've had lots of high schoolers, they like to work in their rooms or at their desks, and they check in periodically. So, you know, we're not even all at the kitchen table anymore. They've kind of, you know, gravitated toward their computer because they're doing a lot on there and doing a lot of work on that. So, Homeschool room or not, your space is really about the relationships that are formed there and the love of learning. So if you don't have a homeschool room because you can't afford it, because you don't have the room, you don't have the energy to make one, it's okay. You don't have to have a homeschool room to do a really good job with homeschooling. Number two, this is what you need to know about your homeschool space. Whether or not you have a room for it. Decluttering is essential. So if your homeschool space is the kitchen table, I mean, you still need to make sure you don't have an overwhelm like all around you. Some kids can just really don't do well if their environment is overly stimulating or just has too much stuff going on. And so, you know, Wherever your homeschool is, whether it's a room or the kitchen table, just make sure you declutter before you begin your homeschool year. This is going to help so very much. Remember um, the Con Marie method of decluttering, you know, where she was, you're basically supposed to get rid of almost everything you owned. And some people love that method and want to be real minimalist. And some people, you know, you would have to take me there kicking and screaming, right? But, if you do find yourself needing to declutter, go ahead and enlist the kids, especially teenagers, to help in the decluttering process because decluttering will give you a peaceful space, but it's also a life skill And sometimes we forget that we're allowed to teach life skills in our homeschool. So maybe take a day and have the kids help you declutter your homeschool area wherever you tend to gather and set it up so your materials you need are close by, but it's not overwhelming and overly cluttered. So that's number two. Here's number three. You need to make it work for you. So whether you're gathered around the kitchen table doing school, tucked away neatly in a homeschool room no matter where it is the key is to make it work for you so your homeschool space is not going to look or function like your friend's space because you're unique your homeschool style is your own your kids are different than the your friend's kids your budget is not the same as someone else's so someone else may be getting all of that new school furniture to make their homeschool room look amazing but you might not have the budget and it's okay your personality is unique Some of us are overly, um, you know, it's like too much overwhelm to think about crafting this amazing Pinterest-worthy homeschool space. Some people, they thrive on that, and that's what fires them up. So... Like I said, make it work for you because listen, if you're a square peg, don't try to force yourself or your homeschool into a round hole. It's going to lead to a lot of frustration. So sometimes it helps to look online to get ideas. And sometimes it just makes you discontent or think you have to do your homeschool room the way you see someone post on Facebook or Instagram, but that's not the truth. You do what works for you and it might not look beautiful. It might just be really utilitarian because that's what you have to work with and that's okay. And here's the fourth thing I want to let you know about your homeschool space. I think we should all try to use clever storage because if you are number one, if you're dealing with clutter or number two, you're dealing with tons of homeschool materials, it really does help to be able to put that stuff away and not see it all the time. You know, like if you were outside of the house working, you'd be able to come home and leave your work at the office. There is something about being able to close down homeschool for the day and we did what we need to do and now everyone go play, take your naps, mom gets to go get stuff done, relax, decompress, whatever it is. And I think that by having storage solutions near where we homeschool, that makes it much more of a peaceful home because then your home doesn't feel like a first grade classroom you know, in the evening when you want to be relaxing. Like personally, if I had to see all my school clutter all the time, it would drive me crazy. So if you're feeling chaotic in your space, maybe it's because you have all your school stuff hanging out and you actually need to use some clever storage. Um, you know, you don't have to buy new furniture. Like maybe you're Dining room built in or a hutch you already have. Maybe in this season of life, you're not hosting family dinners and you don't need the fancy china in there. Maybe that can be your homeschool supply closet where you put all the stuff and you can close the doors on it, put it in drawers, and you don't have to look at it. And when you're done school, it's out of sight, but when you need it, it's right near the right near the table. You know, that's an idea. We've done that a lot where we hide stuff in a dining room hutch or a cubby or a closet or basket or rolling cart or cabinetry. And that really helps to be able to shut down the homeschooling and relax and be cozy and peaceful in your home without feeling like you have to constantly be looking at the school stuff. Now, if you're the type that you're like, no, I actually want to see all the posters I bought and the charts and the learning supplies, I want to see it all, then that's fine. But if you love to hide stuff away when it's not in use, then I think hidden storage is the way to go and be clever about it. You might already have the furniture you need. You just might need to repurpose stuff a little bit. But the bottom line is you need to do you not only with homeschooling styles and philosophies, but also with your homeschool space. I'm just giving you tips that I've learned over the years because if you're just starting out and you're wondering some of these things, maybe this will help you. But one of my favorite ways to find cheap storage is actually to thrift items because honestly, an ugly set of drawers can look really amazing with a new coat of paint and you can really hide a lot of stuff in there too. You know, old crates and bins and baskets can look great up on a shelf, and you're hiding the homeschool supplies in there. So whether you have a tidy homeschool room, you homeschool on the couch, maybe you live full-time in an RV, you have an amazing homeschool space because it's really not about the space in the end, is it? It's actually about the relationships we're building with our kids, the love of learning that we're helping to grow, and the amazing day-to-day experiences We get to enjoy with our kids. So those are the four things I think you need to know about your homeschool space. Don't sweat it, but take a few minutes of maybe an hour or two this week to figure out what's not working, what you need to prep for next year, and go ahead and get your homeschool space ready for the coming year. You can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 224. Be back next week for some more actionable strategies. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.